Welcome to Analytics for You podcast. If you want to listen our Spanish version, please skip to minute 21. Bienvenidos a Analytics for You podcast. Si quieres escuchar nuestra versión en español, puedes brincar al minuto 21. Welcome, guys, to a new episode of the Analytics for You podcast. This is a space to talk about technology, digital solutions, and analytics in the healthcare field. My name is Emily Gonzalez, and I am here with Ruben. Hi, Ruben. How are you doing? Doing great, Emily. Very happy to be here. How about you? I am very, very good and very happy to be here also. And as always, we have a very special question. And please mention three goals you have for the next five years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm 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 not going to go as far as three goals. I'm I'm going to pick only one because particularly five five years is a lot a long time, but interestingly enough. Okay. I I have one that's going to be that's very specific for 2026 already laid out and um, I'm already working on it. This this uh just recently completed the first step towards it. So as you all know, I like to do triathlons. I've done a few Ironman or full Uh, what are called full uh, triathlons. So those yeah, are I'm those very proud ones. of you. Yes, I did the one just recently. Just finished the one in in Chattanooga, and I was congratulations. 13, thank you very much. 13 hours and 12 minutes of, of happiness and suffering, and you can well every and every emotion in between. Uh, the goal is to do Kona, which is the one in Hawaii in 2026. So I am not good enough. Maybe one day I could be, but uh, as of the, as of right now, I don't have the time or or the the ability to be good enough to qualify for that. But what happens is there's a way to get in there, even if you aren't uh, qualified. You in in a sense that if you don't qualify by performance is what I should say. So okay. you you can do it by completing 12 of these events, okay? And you have to do the the Ironman branded ones, okay? Because I've actually completed 10 now, but only eight of them are part of the Ironman brand. So I need to complete four more between now and 2025 because that makes me eligible then to do Kona in 2026. That is uh, so what... impressive. <laughs> so yes. So I have to I have to figure out a way to do four of them, which means I need to do two next year and two the year after that uh, in order to, to get to Kona. Why 2026 Kona? Because they've actually changed it. It used to be that the championship, which is this, this Kona event that I'm talking about in Hawaii used to be every year for both men and women. And now they're alternating. So this year in 2023, the women are going to be competing in Kona next year in 2024, the men, 2025, the women and 2026, the men. So I, I'm, I'm not, even if I qualified in 2025, I can't compete because that's when the women are going to be. So I'm going to do it in 2026. And it actually means that I have to do two next year to the year after. And in 2026, I'm going to have to do a fifth one because you actually have to do one uh, before you get to, to Kona in the same calendar year. Uh, so that should be interesting. It's it's a lot of work. It requires it's a lot, a lot of, of work. Yes. <laughs> 
and uh, there's there's uh, but you know what? And now this is going to become a little bit longer than than I should have, but but I but I get a break because instead of three goals, I'm talking to you about one. So yeah, so I, can, I can do three times. Um, yeah. The amazing thing is the last one I completed was about a year and a half ago, uh, a little bit more than a year and a half ago, and it took me 15 hours and 20 minutes. So I improved by two hours and nine minutes or so. That's amazing. And, uh, oh, my dancer body that, could never. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But the, the amazing thing is that I, I I probably have half as many injuries now as I did then, and, and I don't mean... Uh, half because they simply cured themselves, but, but because I actively took charge of making my body better. And I that's really proud. where the power is of this. This is where the, the, the work really pays off. Very proud and, of you in there. And I know you are. I know you are because yeah. you've, been, you've, been, you've been, in the previous podcast, we were making anecdotes of 2016 and, and some previous years. And I know you, you've been very aware of some of these events that I've done and, um, yeah, and you were one of the first ones to congratulate me when I posted it online. So I am a super fan. I am a super <laughs> fan to your athlete career, and uh, please send us a picture to to post um, on this and po- on this podcast episode because uh, I am sure that our audience is going to become uh, fans of you as well. Well, I'll I'll keep you all posted and. And how that goal goes, and uh, how about you, Emily? What tell me? Uh, tell me at least one goal that you have planned in the next five years. Well, as I am the one who made the questions, I am always <laughs> you already I am, have it. <laughs> yeah, I, am, I am always at an advantage uh, with the answers. And well, I have um, an art collection that it's overdue, uh, long overdue. I have uh, been working on it for many years. And my goal is to finish it up for at the end of next year. It's uh, 20, 20 pieces and it's called The Red Gentleman. And uh, it's a series of surreal paintings and it really taking me a lot of time and uh, to make the conscious decision to stop working on an art project is very hard for me. So uh, I have actually like five, uh, five of the pieces done and I would love to have that collection finished. Um, also, I want a new car. <laughs> I am eyeing the the Hyundai Venue, so maybe uh, maybe next year I'm gonna I'm gonna get a new car. Mm-hmm. And I would love to travel to three new countries. Um, Argentina is one of my my top priorities as I am learning how to dance tango. As a dancer, I'm always learning new things: kizomba, tango, and, and and all Latin rhythms. Also, Barcelona. Uh, I have like I have in my bucket list to go to Dali Museum um, Figueras. It's uh, the house of Dali. And Dali is, uh, I consider him my father artistically. And I'm always expi- inspired by him. And I already uh, have visited most of the, of his museums. And I am missing his uh, his home. So that is very important and very out there for me. And also Morocco. I would love to go to Morocco. Oh, that's uh, I, I love the the travel goals. Those are you know we've talked about this many times and shared with the audience. But tr- there's no better educator in life that, than travel, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, you can opens your and, mind. It does. It does. You get to see so much. Well, I mean, obviously, as with everything, if if you want to, right? I mean, you can go somewhere and just criticize the heck out of it, uh, or you can go there with an open mind and really learn a lot. 
And uh, the places that you've picked, uh, Barcelona, Morocco, and, and Argentina are amazing. Uh, yeah. I've been to two of them. I've been to two of them. I haven't been to Morocco, but I mean, all you need to do is you know read up about Morocco and and you'll know that it's an incredible place. So, but uh, and I know you're always looking for architecture, so all of oh, those yes. places uh, will fill oh, that. Yes. Yeah. Barcelona in particular is amazing. Um, you, but the part that, that really impresses me about, uh, you know, your goals and it's, it's all this, this painting and artwork and everything that you, that, you know, do, uh, just as you said, you know, that you couldn't do anything with an Iron Man. I could never do anything with art that way. And, uh, and to know that there's an actual plan behind it, you know, and that there's a goal really opens my, my eyes because many times I see artists as just, you know, having, you know, just putting putting that pencil to the to the canvas and wondering what'll come out, and obviously that's not the way it works. And, and in fact, you know, the greatest artists in the world, you know, they didn't operate that way. They they had purpose and they have they have an idea of what what they're trying to do. And uh, but to hear it from somebody so close to me is is uh, even more eye opening. So definitely wish you the best in, in accomplishing those goals. All of them. Thank you so much. New car, by the way. New car, new car. Awesome. New yeah, car, new car. <laughs> <laughs> so uh let's get into it and today uh today's theme is goal setting uh spoiler alert <laughs> so <Right. laughs> let's talk about goals and how that impacts as you said it's very important to um to put on achievable goals and uh, even as an artist as you said is uh, sometimes it's hard to measure the time that an art piece is going to take me. And I actually do not have uh, a specific timing, but if I set a goal that this piece is going to be done by by a date, it could be any date, uh, I can look backwards and start making a strategy to get there. Uh, but if I never set a goal, if I never set the date, uh, it will never be finished because I will always find something else to put it to to put on it or or another gloss or another varnish or something. So it's very important to put realistic goals and also specific goals to make things done. That's uh, just brilliant, uh, Emily. The in fact, uh, it's it's almost like you copied it from the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Where I did, you uh, know, I did <laughs> exactly because the goal, the the phrase there is begin with the with the end in mind or with the goal in mind, right? Um, and if you have, if you get that goal it's going to it's going to guide you and if you set it up and and the second part to that is if it, a goal that is not written is just a dream so write it down you know when you write it down it starts becoming real it starts becoming something that uh, will will guide you towards what you want to accomplish and how you want to get it done i think one of the biggest mistakes that people make with with goals is that uh, they think that they have to be 100% concrete and they have to be 100% perfect and that uh, you cannot deviate from from them and that there could be nothing further from the truth. Uh, writing a goal down or setting it is really just just, just one step uh, in, in many that you'll have to, to take in order to accomplish uh, whatever it is that you set out to do. And, mm-hmm. and, and, yep, and in the process, you're going to change particularly when you're talking about things like what you're saying about 
artwork or myself, you know, I want to go to Kona in, in 2026. Oh, who knows what's going to happen between here and 2026. I mean, I could, I, everything could be completely perfect. Honky dory. I keep getting better and better physically or, you know, age catches up to me and I get sick and I get, and I'm unhealthy and, uh, or I have an accident and, you know, it becomes, maybe, maybe I have an accident and actually motivates me more to get it done, you know, and more, but, but instead of taking me 13 hours to do it, it'll take me 16, you know, uh, okay. because I, now I'm, now I have a problem, you know, that I have to overcome. So, uh, but, but the fact is that I want to go to Kona, right? And what if I don't make it in 2026? Does that mean I failed at that, at that goal? No, maybe I'll have to wait till 2028 and, and go there. Uh, or maybe I have to wait till 2038, you know, to get that done. Uh, but who knows? but the thing is, the important thing is that you have that, that, that goal set and, right. and, and you're going to fight for it. I don't know if you remember, I think last year that I uh, participated on, a, on an art um, mm-hmm. award and mm-hmm. I was working on that piece for years, but what when the award was presented to me to participate on, on it, I was like, I need to, to finish this to get, to be able to, uh, to be part of this contest and, and to be noticed. So there was a specific part of it. I'm going to send a picture for you guys to, to see on the landing page. Um, it was a specific part of the painting that was a butterfly and I pictured it in my head and it wasn't working out. And, I was days away from the due date uh, of the painting and I stopped and I stopped thinking of what I had in my head, what, what were what my expectations were. And I focus on my reality and my present. I need to get this done and I have the materials to do it. I'm just going to do it. And the butterfly is not what I intend when I started, but it is beautiful. And, and I believe that it is what it should be. So sometimes changing the plan is not a bad thing. No, exactly. The, the, the concept, well, not the concept. When, when people sometimes approach me and they, they're like, wow, you're, you're doing all these, you know, athletic things and everything. I want to, you know, I want to sign up or not. I want to sign up. I want to do a marathon or I want to do a half marathon. And the first thing I tell them is sign up for one. So pick the date, you know, for example, say you, you know, I'm one of the world known, best known marathons is the Berlin marathon. And it just happened, I don't know, about a week ago. So it happens September every year. And you want to do that? You want to do a marathon? Sign up for the Berlin marathon. Okay. And that's September 20 something every year. So you'll know today, if you sign up, you have a year, an entire year to train for it. And you're going to work backwards from that year, right? So you're going to figure out, okay, I've got 52 weeks, you know, go out and run that first mile. Because the first thing you need to do is remind yourself how hard it is to run one mile, let alone 26. Okay. So find a coach, get, you know, get it, get with a running group, get, uh, do all these, all these steps that you're going to have to follow, but you've already signed up. You've already got that place. You know where you're going to be on September X, September 25 of, of 2023, 24. Okay. You're going to be in Berlin yeah. and you're going to be in that start line. What happens in between and for, for that entire year, who knows, maybe you can train it all in three months. Maybe you can, you can. You know, just do, maybe you do like three other half marathons, whatever. The thing is, you've already got that goal set up. You've already got that date. You can move forward. Exactly what you just said with your painting. I had a date. I had a specific time that this thing needed to be finished with. And it guided me, okay, to work, to finish what a product that I still had in, 
hadn't finished because now I had a very specific uh, intent uh, that I that I needed to meet and that I needed to comply with. So if you and- don't do those things, you go, you're going to be out there. It's like a boat in the ocean that that is just letting the waves take it instead of being guided and, and you know, taken to a, to a port. Yeah, our, uh, our general manager here in Dominican Republic, she always said, uh, if you don't know where you're going, you're already there. Yep, and, and I love that. Yeah, it's a very powerful quote. And, yeah. and the thing about goals is that it's very important to make yourself uh, achievable, to make them achievable. And to make mm-hmm. them achievable, it's um, important to surround yourself with the tools and the information that you need to achieve that goal. As Ruben said, set the goal. Okay, you sign up for the marathon, but buy the clothing, uh, find a trainer, uh, understand what is the process of training for a marathon and, and, and then put in the hours. But first of all, you have to make it achievable for yourself. Yeah. And, and it comes with a lot of other benefits. Okay. Yeah. Because what happens when you set a goal? And in this case, let's keep, let's keep talking about this marathon goal. What happens with that? Like you said, Oh, now you buy new clothes, but what happens two months on the road? You find yourself being losing a few pounds. Now you need to buy, you know, even newer clothes because the old ones don't fit. You find yourself eating healthier. You find yourself, you know, uh, if you're in medication, probably not needing as much medication as, as you had before. Uh, you find that you you uh, get new friends because you're now you're you're in this running club and you, you're meeting people that you know were doing things that you you know at, at other moments and times thought uh, weren't achievable for you. The the positive consequences of goal setting are ridiculous because. It puts you in a frame of mind that is completely different than the one you're in right now. Takes you out of your comfort zone, and it and it um, enhances uh, your ability to do things and to to learn new things and to learn new uh, meet new people. I completely agree. I didn't want the contest. I didn't want the award, but the benefits of making that happen, of uh, making the piece and finishing it, and also. Uh, build, start building a community of artists around me, meeting new people. It, it, it's been amazing. So, and it all came from setting a goal for myself. Man, and you just said something that's really powerful. Failure, as in, in this case, not winning, not that it was a failure, failed event, no. but it was, <laughs> yeah, I get right? It, it was, uh, you didn't win. It teaches you so much, almost, almost as almost much more. as winning. Yes, exactly, yeah. right? Uh, there's a phrase I'm going to close with that since we've used marathon so much, but there's a famous uh, runner and I don't, I don't remember his actual name, but I know everybody knew him as the penguin because of his shape. He looked like a little penguin running. And he said, uh, it's not that I had the courage to finish. It's that I had the courage to start, you know, when, when he went to a race and that's the thing, show up at the start line and let's see what happens after that. You know, if you don't finish and if you fail, then at least you get to go back and go back to the start line again. So don't don't let your fears guide you. Failure is part of goal setting. Failure is part of <clears throat> setting challenges for yourself. Completely true. And yeah, I think that's the best the best way to end this episode. Thank you so much to our audience for listening and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Goodbye. See you all later.
Gracias a todos por escuchar nuestra versión en inglés. Ahora vamos a escuchar la versión en español de Analytics for You Podcast. Bienvenidos a un nuevo episodio de Analytics for You Podcast. Este es un espacio para hablar de tecnología, soluciones digitales y análisis en el sector salud. Mi nombre es Emily González y estoy muy contenta de acompañarlos y aquí estoy con Rubén. ¿Cómo estás, Rubén? Muy bien, Emily. Gracias por preguntar. Estoy muy contento y entusiasmado por este episodio de esta semana. ¿Y tú cómo estás? Estoy súper bien, muy emocionada de ya este nuestro tercer episodio eh, de estos que tenemos especiales. Y igual como siempre vamos a empezar con una pregunta particular. Mencióname tres metas que tengas para los próximos cinco años. Bueno, tres metas son muchas, así que me voy a limitar realmente a una. Eh, no que no tenga otras metas, pero eh, puedo, puedo, se me extiende la, empiezo a hablar demasiado, así que vamos con una que está ahora mismo muy central en mi corazón y en mi atención, particularmente porque hace como unos diez días atrás completé eh, el Ironman de Chattanooga. Felicidades, y yo soy gracias, una super fan. Gracias, gracias, gracias. Sé que siempre lo ha sido y eh, realmente este, este Iron Man pues fue, ha traído muchos beneficios más allá de simplemente haberlo completado. Mejoré por dos horas después de hace... El último que había completado ha sido, ha sido como 18 meses atrás y mejoré dos horas, y, pero más que eso he encontrado una manera de fortalecer mi cuerpo, arreglar muchas de las, las lesiones que tenía y... Eh, Impresionante, estoy muy feliz por eso. Yo también, yo también. Eh, también han aparecido otras que otras que no tenía antes, pero la, pero la realidad, mucho mejor lugar mental y físicamente de lo que estaba anteriormente. Y la meta es que para el 2026 quiero hacer la carrera de Kona. Esa es la más famosa de todas, en, en casi la más, la, tiende a ser la más difícil dependiendo de las condiciones del tiempo que típicamente son es muy caluroso y con mucho viento, y entonces eh, ellos cambiaron el formato, antes Kona se hacía todos los años para los hombres y para las mujeres, ahora se hace solamente las mujeres un año y los hombres otro, por ejemplo este año, pues ahora en creo que dos semanas, si mal no recuerdo, van a competir las mujeres, el año que viene compiten los hombres, eh, y pues eh, eso significa que para el 2026 yo sería elegible siempre y cuando pueda completar cuatro eh, aros, Ironman adicionales, ya yo, ya yo he completado 8 de la marca Ironman, 10 en total, y tengo que completar 12 en, de la marca Ironman, así que me quedan 4. Es, significa que es una meta todo. que se multiplica. Oh, se multiplica y se, hace, y, y se hace difícil, o sea, necesita, uh -huh. va a necesitar mucha disciplina, Alta va a necesitar, oh sí, eh, y mantenimiento del cuerpo y de la mente y todo, así que porque tengo que hacer dos este año que viene, y dos el año después, y el año del 2026 voy a tener que hacer un quinto, porque requieren que el, el mismo año que vas a hacer con hagas una, completes uno. Esas son reglas que aplican hasta los elites, hasta los pros. No pueden simplemente, aunque ellos cualifican muy, muy, mucho más fácilmente, no pueden simplemente aparecer sin Kona. Tienen que completar un Ironman ese, ese año antes de llegar allí. O sea que voy a tener que tener 13 de ellos completados antes de de llegar a, a Kona, pero en el 2026 es mi meta. Como diríamos, como diríamos en buen dominicano, yo voy a ti. Yo, 
yo voy a mí también, gracias, y sé que tengo el apoyo de, de muchos de ustedes y, y particularmente esto eh, requiere mucho el apoyo de, de la familia, en, en mi caso el de mi esposa y el cual ella siempre está ahí para mí, me, me apoya número uno y me persigue durante la carrera para asegurar que la voy a completar y darme el ánimo que necesito porque durante esas 13 horas que fue este, pasan muchas, muchas cosas, buenas y malas. Uno este, sufre, sufre y se emociona y, to, y, y todas las otras emociones entre medio de eso. Así que, bueno, háblame Excelente. tú de los tuyos. Tus metas yo sé que son tan, igual de importantes, aunque diferentes. Bueno, pues yo como, como soy la que hace las preguntas, pues tengo, tengo siempre la ventaja. Eh, mi primera meta actual, eh, y es quizá para menos de cinco años, me gustaría... Eh, tengo todo set para que por lo menos en dos años tener lista una colección de arte que vengo trabajando desde hace más de cinco años, se llama El Caballero Rojo, y ya tengo varias piezas completadas, eh, va a ser una, una exposición de, de 20 piezas, una colección, y pues a nivel artístico una pieza a mí me toma 40, 50 y hasta 60 horas, entonces... Eh, es un gran reto. Eh, muchas de las piezas ya están eh, iniciadas y, me, y se la pasan mirándome de, desde mi cuarto de arte eh, uh -huh. para que las termine. Así que pues esa es una de, de mis principales metas. Tengo la meta también de un nuevo carro, posiblemente el año que viene. He estado mirando eh, la Hyundai Venue y, y creo que es por ahí que, que me voy a ir. Y también viajar a tres nuevos países. Los destinos que tengo pensados son... Eh, Argentina, porque estaba estudiando tango, yo bailarina de mis ritmos latinos, eh, ya a, bailo, baila, bailo salsa casino y, y ya fui a Cuba, entonces también estoy aprendiendo quizomba, así que quizá eh, en algún punto eh, pondré mis metas Brasil, pero las de este año, eh, las de este año no, las de estos próximos cinco años serían Argentina, Barcelona, porque Dalí, eh, el pintor, es uno de mis grandes inspiraciones, es como mi, mi padre artístico, y me queda por ir al Museo Casa Dalí Figueras en Barcelona, y pues lo tengo como, como una meta muy importante para mí, y Marruecos. Fantástico, fantástico, todas esas metas son excelentes, me encanta particularmente la de los viajes, siempre he dicho que no hay nada mejor, mejor educador en la vida que el viajar, eh, realmente uno... Eh, aprende más que en la universidad, en mi opinión, y eh, las tres ciudades o los, eh, que, has, que has escogido son espectaculares. Yo he estado visitado dos de, dos de ellas, eh, o dos pa países también, o sea, uh -huh. Argentina, pero eh, la realidad es que son sitios donde hay buena arquitectura, hay buena comida, hay buenas personas y te va a encantar eh, lograr eso. Y por supuesto, todo lo que tiene que ver con el arte, me encanta porque igual que mencionas que no podrías hacer nada como un Iron Man, pues yo tampoco podría pintar nada, así que parece fantástico. Y qué más que un carro, eso siempre es bueno. Sí, un meta. carro siempre <risas> es una excelente meta. Eh, pues vamos a entrar en materia y pues le dimos el spoiler con la, con la pregunta especial. Nuestro tema de hoy va a ser eh, establecimiento de metas. Qué importante es ponernos eh, objetivos, ponernos metas a cumplir y pues poner ese, empezar esa meta con, con el final eh, en la mente, empezar esa meta sabiendo a dónde quieres llegar, marca la diferencia eh, de lograr algo o no lograrlo. Es así eh, y muy bien 
copiado, ¿verdad? De, del libro de los siete hábitos de personas altamente efectivas. El, uh -huh. el, cuando uno empieza con la meta en mente, eh, empieza, le ayuda a uno a enfocar eh, lo que quiere lograr. Lo, las metas a veces la gente eh, comete el error de pensar que, que son eh, estrictas y concretas y, y, no, eh, y flexibles y, y la realidad es que, que esa no es la idea detrás de, de crear una meta eh, uno puede visualizar y que quiere que yo quiero ir a Kona en el 2026 pero puede que tenga que esperar al 2028 o al 2030 o sabe Dios si en el proceso de esta de, de este desarrollo que estoy haciendo, pues en vez de cualificar en, en el 2026, pues puedo cualificar en, en un año antes, o sea, ahora en el año que viene, en el 2024, uno nunca sabe, no lo... No, porque cuando uno empieza esa trayectoria que va enfocada a lograr esa meta que uno se ha trazado, eh, sorprendentes cosas pasan, eh, buenas y malas. Porque también uh -huh. en los fallos que, que ocurren durante el, la persecución de esa meta, pues hay unos aprendizajes que, que ocurren que a veces son hasta más poderosos que los éxitos que ocurren durante esa persecución. 100%, y qué bueno que lo mencionas. Nosotros, eh, no sé si recuerdas, el año pasado yo participé en un concurso de, de pintura, eh, y pues incluso concursé con una de esas piezas de, de esa colección que, que mencionaba, que tengo años tratando de terminar, y cuando me puse la meta de participar en el concurso, me di cuenta que tenía que terminar una pieza eh, que tenía todavía, eh, pues cosas sin terminar, y el tener ese, esa línea de tiempo, el tener ese día para entregar, a mí me dio pues eh, el espacio mental para planificar lo que necesitaba hacer para estar lista para ese momento, y también el no gané, pero el no ganar me, me dejó incluso eh, el aprendizaje de qué hacer mejor y me dejó y la experiencia de haberme colocado esa meta me dejó esa pieza que ya está lista y también pues en la interacción con una comunidad de artistas eh, de quien ahora pues con quien ahora puedo eh, compartir estas cosas y yo creo que, que es sumamente valioso eh, ese aprendizaje del que hablas. Es que, es que las victorias son relativas, porque uh -huh. la, el, como, como yo no voy a considerar una victoria en haber completado el evento dos horas más rápido que lo que lo había hecho anteriormente, es una diferencia, o sea, hay, hay una, una mejoría marcada. Ah, Notable. Todavía, todavía llegué, eh, creo que fue 100 de, de, mi, de mi categoría, o sea, no, no, no estuve ni cerca de ganarme una, una medalla adicional. Pero eso no significa que no complete una victoria para mí. Y esas son las cosas que uno tiene que, que tener en mente. Eh, y nos da miedo, ¿verdad? O sea, por eso es uh -huh. que muchas veces las personas ni siquiera se establecen metas. Uy, mejor no, ni lo hago, porque entonces ahí sí sabré si, fa si fracasé. No, al contrario. Vas a saber, lo que vas a saber es qué que lograste hacia, hacia esa meta que querías eh, llevar y cumplir. Algo muy valioso que también te recuerdo mucho cada vez que, incluso todavía ahora, eh, siempre me lo dices, porque... Eh, mi, mi mente creativa a veces no, no se sienta a poner las cosas en papel, pero hay que poner uh -huh. las cosas en papel, hay que escribir las metas para que se logren, hay que, hay que tener la estrategia detrás y, y pues ponerlo en papel es uno de los pasos que, que verdaderamente pueden marcar también la diferencia a la hora de, de lograr una meta. Una meta no escrita es solamente un sueño y eso es una, es una realidad de la vida. Tomen el tiempo de escribirlo y de eh, 
y volver cada cierto tiempo a mirar lo que escribiste, no solamente para refrescarte la memoria de lo que estás tratando de hacer, sino para ver si todavía es válido. Las, como mencioné claro. ahorita, las metas no son estáticas, no son eh, incambiables. Uno tiene que mirarlas, uno tiene que analizarlas y uno tiene que decidir. Esto, tal vez esto ya no es ni tan importante para mí como lo era hace dos o tres años más tarde. Entonces, lo, la tacha, no necesariamente porque fue completada, sino porque dejó de tener importancia y la reemplazas por una que sí tenga importancia y que sí vaya a guiarte en, el, en tus planes presentes y futuros. Eso es maravilloso. Así como eh, setearnos a nosotros mismos para el éxito, hacer eh, de esas metas algo alcanzable tener, buscar los recursos, informarse de cómo llegar ahí. Yo estoy segura de que Rubén, para prepararse para un Ironman, pues eh, tiene la alimentación correcta, los entrenamientos, la disciplina, esos, la ropa, inclusive la ropa, ¿no? uh -huh. a nivel artístico también, la ropa ¿Sí? no parece ser un factor, pero acabas manchando la mitad de tu ropa, quieres lo o no, yo, yo tengo ropa sí. que son las ropas de pintar, pero si, un, si por lo que sea tomé el pincel con la ropa que tengo puesta, ya esa ropa no va a servir para nada más. Entonces es eh, rodearse de los recursos y tener la mentalidad de que, de que van a ir cambiando con el tiempo. Esos recursos que menciona, eh, no solamente los recursos, ¿verdad? las herramientas correctas. O sea, eh, pintar en acrílico no es lo mismo que pintar en... en agua colores, ¿verdad? O sea, todas estas herramientas son, vas a necesitar diferentes pinceles y diferentes áreas. Lo mismo en, en triatlón, la bicicleta que tengas y las cosas que, que vayas a hacer, eh, que vayas a necesitar, como el uniforme de triatlón, etcétera, son importantísimos para uno poder eh, llevar a cabo lo que se está trazando. Algo que, que debía haber mencionado, que me lo voy a, a, a robar de lo que lo dijiste, lo llegaste a decir tú en el podcast en inglés, eh, las metas las escribes, las tienes que las tienes que trazar porque si no sabes a dónde vas, ya llegaste. Y es una frase de nuestra compañera Stacy Núñez, nuestra gerente general en, en República Dominicana. Y eh, con eso yo termino mi intervención hoy. Me robo las palabras de Stacy y la clavo. La, los dos lo hicimos y yo creo que, que es una excelente frase para, para terminar eh, el, el tener una visión clara de para dónde vamos. Le, a nuestra audiencia, muchísimas gracias por escucharnos como siempre esperen próximos episodios de nuestra parte, muy agradecidos de, de compartir con ustedes y hasta luego hasta luego asegúrense de setearse metas que sean retantes, que los lleven a salirse de la zona de confort y que puedan lograr eh, cosas que nunca soñaron que serían capaces de hacer, nos vemos pronto, mucho éxito 